This episode of Case of the Creeps is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey there, creeps. It's your boy, Papa Bear. Coming at you with a slew of new acronyms that the psych doctors gave me to try and achieve my life goal. What's that, you ask? Why, it's winning therapy. And guess what? With what we have here at Case of the Creeps to offer, you too can be like me and try your hand at making a therapist throw up. I'm kidding, guys. <laughs> Don't be a psycho like me. As you guys know, we here at Case of the Creeps are huge proponents of mental health, and we would like nothing more than to help you find your way in this ever-changing, dark, chaotic world that we live in. Thanks to BetterHelp, you can now access the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online, so you can keep your crippling social anxiety at bay. That's right, no need to leave your home. With BetterHelp, tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. Just start by answering a few questions about your needs and preferences, and BetterHelp will do the rest to match you with the right therapist for your needs. After that, you're ready to talk to your therapist any way you feel comfortable, whether it's text, chat, phone, video call, blood magic, or necromancy. You can message your therapist at any time to schedule a live session. And if you feel they aren't the right fit for you, switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. BetterHelp offers the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-the-office therapy, but with a therapist custom-picked for you. And now through the podcast, you can get 10% off your first month of therapy at BetterHelp.com forward slash The Creeps. That's BetterHelp.com forward slash The Creeps. Hey, creepy crawlers. I'm Katie. And I'm Nate. And this is Case, Case of, of the, the Creeps. Creeps. Are you about to play John Denver? Yes! You should know. Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. <laughs> Wait, here we go, here we go. Country roads, take me home to the place I belong. Virginia, Mountain Mama, <laughs> I thought you were ready. I thought you, I thought you were. I th- I'm seeing spots. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about that all day. I really have. I love how I sing intros and you pull out music. <laughs> <laughs> I talk about it all day. Oh my god. So, you know they call me West Virginia? Wonder why? Because I'd be mountain mamas. <laughs> oh my god. I can't wait until we're video recording <laughs> so that people can see my pain. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, hello. And welcome, creepy peeps, to a fun episode of Case of the Creeps. I am Katie. I'm John Denver. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys didn't know, Katie's back. Yay! From her vacation. Did you miss me? A little bit. I walked into the house, you know what it smelled of? Men and farts. (laughs) Good. (laughs) That's what we were working on. Just stinking up the whole house. 
with your own personal brand of gas. And hangover. Yes. So I am back from vacation. So this episode, we were going to be covering uh, part one of Aleister Crowley, but we are postponing part one because we have a few things to celebrate that deserve crisp high fives. We're here. Did you stare at my elbow? No, I just stared at my hand. <laughs> I held it still. I made you do all the work. <laughs> <laughs> Typical man. <laughs> I made you do all the work. Uh, so tonight we're going to be covering just kind of like a recap of my trip because I got to go somewhere super, super cool. And then we are also going to end this episode. This can just be a short little info episode, kind of. So the end of this episode, we'll be covering what's going to be coming up here on Saturday, May 20th for you guys. So another crisp high five. We have officially been a podcast for a whole motherfucking year, a whole boy. Fucking year. And first and foremost, just want to thank you guys who are listening right now because we would not be here if it wasn't for you guys. So we uh, looked at numbers over the week. Mm-hmm. We have over. We have close to seven thousand plays. 6,657. And that number has grown since we even made that post on our social medias. Along with 325 followers. followers. Which has also increased since we looked at that number as well. And honestly, you guys, we just, we can't thank you enough. We have listeners from here in the United States all the way out to Turkey and Colombia. We're all over the place. Yeah. Uh, And we just, we can't thank you guys enough. You guys are so fucking creepy and we love you to death. So we are going to be doing some stuff this weekend because of you guys and for you guys, but we will get to that here It's mostly for us. Let's be honest. I mean, it kind of is. (laughs) It's for us because we want to celebrate. So we're, but we're taking you guys with us, which is the cool part. So without any further real business talk, let's pop this case. Ow. To John Denver. I've been biting my fingernails lately. Oh, you should stop that. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> How do you make it so noisy? I had to make it obnoxious. <laughs> I have to listen to that again. They have to listen to that. They have listened to that for a whole fucking year. Yeah, they have. You and, guys are the true fucking... Uh, they've been listening to that for a year. We are going to be um, talking about a place that I went to that was super, super haunted, and I had experiences, so now if I wasn't a believer of ghosts before, I really am now. I get to call all the shenanigans. It's not shenanigans. Okay. I went to West Virginia with my mama and my aunt, and we did some trucking around because we are going to be moving to West Virginia here soon, uh, so we did some poking around town and stuff like that, and then... Uh, my mom, I don't know how I was able to do it, but I was able to persuade my mother into taking me to the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum, which is also known as the Weston Hospital in Weston, West Virginia. We have actually covered this uh, location in early episodes. You but Jenna did. Yes, me and Jenna Boo did, but we are going to be recovering it again because of the information that I found that'll be on a upcoming episode. But tonight we're just going to be talking literally about where what I did, where we went, and the shit that I had because it was fucking wild. So, what? What? That was weird. What? I heard like a knock. Is it cupboard lady? 
I hope so. You just, you can't tell me. I don't know, I heard, it might have been me being hang out, hungover, but I did hear weird shit out here, so. I, I've told you about weird shit that I've had happen out I here. But nobody freaking wants to listen to me. I didn't listen. Nobody does. <laughs> I don't know how I have a podcast, no one likes to listen to me. I to experience it myself. So, first and foremost, shout out to the people who work at this lunatic asylum because... One, they're the true blue heroes. Two, they are exposing themselves to copious amounts of asbestos. <laughs> in, I was getting ready to say. In the entire building. <laughs> they're just walking cancer. Um, shout out to you guys. You are amazing. I also would like to shout out our tour guide, Miss Alyssa. Um, Alyssa, you were the fucking coolest. I really pride you on your storytelling and the facts that you did have about this place, it was just, you made that tour so much better. And also, guys, if you like our podcast, you would love her podcast. Um, it's called Strange for History. You can find it on all the major platforms. They are a historical podcast that talk about events in history that got us to where we are today. They're super cool. Definitely check them out. And again, Alyssa, you were amazing. But anyways, so we went to the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. We did the daytime 90-minute paranormal tour. If you guys are ever in West Virginia and find yourselves even remotely close. Do they have a nighttime? Yes. Not only do they have a nighttime, they have two different nighttimes. One of them is from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. And you get to roam around by yourself no thank you and no fucking thank you no you can get lost in this place so fucking easily it's Um, insane how do you fucking get out i don't know scream for help and hope they don't think it's a ghost no no (laughs) no no fucking thank you you got Uh, me fucked up you got me i want to go i want to do it i would do it but i don't want to do it by myself i don't want to do it let's wander around the fucking sane asylum at night alone yeah no four floors left to our own devices oh no yeah yeah balls it (laughs) (laughs) they also if you think that's crazy they do an hour and a half tour that's just with flashlights just flashlights so imagine if you walked into one of those wards and all of your flashlights just turned off there's no lights in there there's things that i don't fuck with at night and that's abandoned hospitals Abandoned insane asylums, uh, cathedrals. Uh, what else? What else have we got? Cemeteries. Uh, um, plenty of cemeteries. What else there. we got? Unmarked graves for days. We got one more. Let's go with one more of the top five things that fuck that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mortuaries. Mortuaries. Fuck that. So um, we did again the ninety-minute uh, paranormal paranormal tour. It took the. The four floors of the main building where, like, most of the crazy shit happened. And just so that, like, people are aware, we knew that we had a family member go to this hospital when it was still an active insane asylum. But that's all we really knew. We're pretty sure she was a cousin. What was she in there for? All that my aunt really remembered from my grandma, like, talking about this place was that her name was Opal. And she just laughed a lot. All we know is that she went in there and didn't come out. And that's all my mom knew. So then when we got up to West Virginia, I asked my aunt, you know, hey, do you remember anything about Opal? And she went, the only thing that I really remember is that she went to the insane asylum and she didn't come out because 
she was beat to death in her sleep. So that was one of the main reasons I wanted to go was to see if maybe I could connect maybe with Opal. I don't know. Oh, but you're fucking oodoo voodoo uh, hollabaloo. Oodoo voodoo hollabaloo. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> but um, so we went and, you know, we did the tour. Again, Alyssa, you were amazing. We did the main four floors of the main building. And Alyssa took us to like all of the places and it was crazy because when you first walk into the main hall, they've got museums and all the different rooms. It's super nice and painted, pristine and clean. And we're supposed to meet in the middle of that main room. And then our tour guide takes us in to the doors of wherever we're going. Now they do historical tours, paranormal tours, grounds tours, because this place is fucking huge. Um... But we meet with the tour guide, and it's me, my mom, my aunt, and two other people. That was it. There was no one else on our tour with us. So I was like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. Oh, you got lucky. Yeah, got very lucky. So she's like, hey, my name's Alyssa. We're going to start our tour. You're going to follow me down this hall. And we're walking down the hall, and it's museum, museum, pictures, pictures, little props here and there. Like Everything's, again, very pristine and clean and dusted and stuff like that. She opens the door. And we're in this peeled wallpaper, fucking shit stacked on top of each other, decrepit ass fucking hall. And I'm like, oh, this place is for real, for real. It's like one of the typical things you see in a fucking, in one of the shows, like that fucking ghost adventures. Yes. So cool, bro. So cool. Don't even, because I had that happen now and I kind of understand. In no way could it have been an old building and it just got Could you just not? There's no central heating. Could you? There's not, but, (laughs) and it was a cold day. (laughs) Did it just crack the case? No, (laughs) I refuse. So we get into this first room and again, you can get lost by just blinking in this fucking place. Like it was so easy to get turned around. And so we walk down the hall a little bit and she starts talking and my mom brought her dog with her with her because it's pet friendly as well. Like you can bring your animals, like your, your dogs and stuff with you, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, but why? Well, you know, animals can sense stuff. Oh, Jesus Christ. They can. And so we're, we're sitting there and we're talking and she's telling us about how in this main (laughs) floor, there was like a nursing station where people can be checked in. And they had said that at one point, one of the nurses had a dog. Uh, It took its job very seriously of making sure that people were where they needed to be. Dia talked about how on a couple different tours, they could hear a dog growling because they weren't where they were supposed to be. And then other people had said that they had heard like when a dog shakes shakes their head, you can hear their ears flap. Like fucking Atlas. Yes, you, you could hear that, but there would be no dog. So we all looked down at my mom's dog like, do you sense another dog right now? Jesus Christ. (laughs) But we were still standing in the middle of that room. And she went, now this room right here, like literally just turned and went, now this room, and it's this black room. It was a storage closet. There's no lights. There's enough room for you to like walk in, turn around and walk back out. And that's it. And she says that there was a shadow figure that likes to loom in that room. And it can be seen on some camera footage going from that room over to the hallway diagonally and then back again. And there have been other times where on the tour, people would talk about how they could feel somebody like do the Vulcan like nerve pinch on them or like pull on their hair or blow on their ear and stuff like that. She's like, I don't really like 
this room. Like, I just get a really bad vibe from it. But you guys are more than welcome, you know, kind of roam around here for a minute. And I'll meet you over here in this other room. So what's the first thing I do? You in that room, didn't Go you? Go right in that fucking room. <laughs> and I walked in there. And all I said was, there's something in here. I dare you to touch me. And immediately, my skin started to crawl. And my chest felt tight. And I was like... Well, I'm not supposed to be in here. <laughs> walked right back out. Did they tell you what happened in that room? No, they didn't. No. They didn't know what happened in that. So room. what you're saying is somebody probably died in that fucking room. I'm pretty sure multiple people died in that room. Probably. Yeah. I mean, this is a place where people died in almost every fucking room. I'm sure. Almost every single room that I went into, somebody had died. Especially back then, because there was no rhyme or reason. Yeah, there were they were lobotomizing place, people. Well, and this place specifically had become so overrun by six times the amount of people that were actually supposed oh. to be in there that it turned into one of those patients running the hospital situation. Well, judging by the list that I have in front of me, uh, there's a reason it was fucking overrun. But people were fucking, especially doctors. Doctors were so stupid back in the well, day. Well, and they didn't have proper diagnoses for stuff like we do now, obviously. They still this don't. Is, no, and we're still learning today. We're pretty so. sure about cancer. I mean, we just watched a commercial. How it was like, if you're on an antidepressant, it's not working. Take this pill on top of it. Oh, yeah. You still might want to kill yourself, too. So what's it doing? <laughs> what's it doing? Uh, the opposite. It's, it's not helping, <laughs> that's for sure. But so during this time, it was like that, but 10 times worse. And it was, I mean, you could have the weirdest of fr- random of things like, I don't know, being a sad housewife and you would get sent to this asylum. So, I mean, it was just insane. And we do have the list. We'll go through that list with you guys. We're not going to read everything off of it, but we'll post it for you guys. So that was in the first room that we went into. I just, it's, some of these are actually fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah, they are. But so that was in the first room. Now we went upstairs and into one of the wards. I don't remember the level of the wards that it went, but I'm pretty sure the next ward that we went to, oh, it was the criminally insane ward. That's yeah, the one like, we went to. Not cool. Fuck this. Fuck that. Also, fuck this. No, it was more like top floor, okay. Uh, third floor, okay. Second floor, no, no. First floor, I'm way good. I'm way good. Why would they do that? Why wouldn't they put the crazier people at the very top? Do you really want a bunch of crazy people access to windows and stuff? Yeah, good. That they That's... could push people out of? Yeah, no, they could push no. themselves out of you. No. The population. No. There's bars on the windows now, but oh, I don't know if there were bars back then. I mean, I'm sure but, there was. So we go up, we go into this this next ward, which was the criminally insane ward. Now, we went into this ward and immediately it is suck the air out of your lungs, suffocating in there. Like, it's just bad juju all around. Pretty sure it was a criminally insane ward. And we're walking through and she's talking about the rooms of the people that were in this ward. And there was one that a guy was murdered in. (laughs) You don't say. Surprise. Um, And immediately, my mom's dog drug her into that room and sniffed all around it and then walked right back out. Well, my mom had her on the leash, so of course she has to go in, then turn back around and come out. So the dog went in, comes out. My mom goes in and hears, shh. Weird. And then my mom's eyes got like saucers and she's like, go in that room. And I went, oh yeah, because I want to go well, in the she fucking didn't, room. She didn't tell me. She's like, go in that room and tell me what you see or feel. I'm like, huh? But of course I went, run it. So I walked in the room and in goosebumps. I mean, go- I'm wearing a sweatshirt. We had that happen in that ward. We walked through a couple other rooms 
just got the major like goosies to not want to be in that room or in that ward. And then we go around another corner. And next thing you know, it opens up into this giant fucking hall. And you're like, like the whole place gives you creeps, but there are certain other places that you're just, your creeps are kind of heightened in a way of just like bad shit happened here. So she's letting us kind of roam all around this room and it's got a, a partition like right down the middle of it and it's open on one side. So it's like one long hall break to where it's just like a little wall and then more opening on the other side. And there's this picture on an easel right in the middle and there's chairs right there. And so it's obviously like, okay, we're going to sit down. She's going to tell us a story. You go up and you look at this picture and it is photo fucking proof of the doctor doing a lobotomy on a 12 year old boy. <laughs> so then we sit down and she's like, clink, clink. this is a, this is one of the 12 year old boys that got sent here because his stepmother didn't like him. And it was probably because he was going through his pubescent period. He was lazy. And no, he was just <coughs> hyperactive, out of control, had an attitude problem, like all these things. So she sent him to that um, hospital because of that. He, and was, he had mental excitement. Essentially. ADHD is what we would call <laughs> ADHD. it. ADHD. So. Oh, I'd he, been fucked. You'd have been fucked. Become king. I would have uh, ran. King the, of the crazies. King of the goddamn right. Poop, finger poop paintings every day. As long as you guys listen to me, and you can finger paint with your poop all you want every day. This is a very unhinged episode. <laughs> you wanted this. I did. But we sit down, and she's telling us about this picture and how this 12-year-old boy had been lobotomized. It was a successful lobotomy. Oh. He ended up moving to Texas, getting married, was a bus driver, taught other people how to be bus drivers and all this stuff. We're still sitting in these You're chairs. you telling me I can get lobotomized right now. I mean, I wouldn't suggest it. Why? Because you would have to relearn every single function. So how do you think a lobotomy happens? What do you think happens when they lobotomize somebody? Well, what they do is they go through the corner of your eyeball. Mm -hmm. And then they find a spot. And they have to break through. It's like an ice pick. And there's like, clink. And then they move it around. I didn't know that they moved it around. And she's... I listened to a podcast on, on lobotomies. Um, yeah, so she's telling us exactly that. She's like, so when this doctor, and this doctor was very much about, look at what I'm doing, wanted the fame aspect of it, but he sucked so bad at it that so many patients died because of it. What and, was his name? Uh, Dr. Friedman? I think he's the one that I listened to the podcast on. I'm pretty sure that's his name was Dr. Friedman. I might be wrong, though. I got so much information, I got information overload a little bit, but... She's talking about how this doctor would take the ice pick, go to the corner of your eye, while you're anesthetized to a point, but not fully anesthetized. You're right. Am I? Yep. Look at me go. Walter Jackson Freeman. That's him. That's him. That's his picture. Yep, that's him. He's the pioneer. Yes. That that picture, that top right picture. This one? that's, That's the one. Look at him. No fucking gloves. Yeah. That's him. That's it. Look how many people he had in that room. Not one sterile hand. Not one, Not one sterile hand. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's the boy. That's the boy. Golly, that is a fucking picture. That's that's the picture. Yep. But um, she talked about how he would knock it in multiple times, left, right, left, right, and then not quickly yank it out, but slowly pull it back out. 
Well, I'm sure you don't want to yank it out. They're like piercing the frontal lobe. Pretty much. So we're sitting in this room. She looked back and forth and she's like, this is the exact room that all of the lobotomized patients would go in and most of them would not come out of unless they had a white sheet over them. Oh, a dead sheet. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yes. So we're in the room and she's like, okay, I'm going to have you guys come with me down this hall. I don't like this hall at all. I'm like, oh, I can't wait. So we go down into another open room and there's a sub hall to the right. And she goes, you guys are more than welcome to go down that hall. I will not. Immediately, I'm like, oh, let's go fucking down the hall. And I get about halfway down the hall and it was, I can't explain it without sounding fucking crazy. So just humor me for a moment. Okay. I am in the middle of this hall and there is a very compelling feeling to keep going down the hall. Just, hey, like not like a, hey, come here kind of feel, but uh, you know you want to come down here. You should come down this hall. No, fuck you. So I went down the hall. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> and we got to the, I got to the end of the hall and to the left of me is a door and the door is closed and I wanted so badly to open that door, but I, I didn't. Did you say you could? Huh? Could you have? I'm pretty sure you could have because all the other doors were open, but that door wasn't. So maybe it was best that you didn't open that door. I wanted to so fucking badly, and it was the weirdest feeling in the world because I stared at that door for a good minute and was like, I really want to open that door, but I don't know why I want to open that door. But it's it was like a sinking feeling in my stomach of like, if I open that door, something is going to happen. I don't know what, though. And You got me fucked up if you think I want to go to that place at night. Oh, I'm going. You got me fucked up. Oh, I'm going. I'm, not, I'm fucking going. I don't like that shit. <laughs> so I stared at the door. I may act big and tough, but I'm not <laughs> big and tough. But I, so I stared at the door. And I, li- I seriously, like, I was like, I really want to open that door, but I don't know what's going to happen if I do. And I, I had to compromise with myself and really be like, you really shouldn't open that door. And I go to, like, somebody scuffed their shoe. I think it was the couple that was with us. Somebody scuffed their shoe and it, like, broke me out of a trance almost. And I was like, I need to get the fuck out of here. And I've never sped walked so fucking fast out of a hallway before. And as soon as I got to the other side of that hall, I felt completely fine. Completely fine. Now, what did you say about the hall? That there is a force that feels as though it's enticing you to come down that hall, but it is a very dark energy. Why she do refuses- work there? <laughs> Why? She refuses to go down that hall, and she tested this theory on another person who was big and bad and was like, yeah, I can sense stuff. Like, I totally got that, that sixth sense kind yeah, of I thing. Yeah, I can sense fuck that. And she went, okay, well, we're going to test that a little bit. Did the same thing. Didn't say why, not she didn't want to go down that hall. And he stood shoulder to shoulder with her and he looked at her and went, You shouldn't go down that hall. And she went, No. He goes, Don't go down there. And like all of the color apparently drained from his face, everything. It was like, Don't go down that hall. And she was like, Yeah, I won't fucking go down that hall. <laughs> so then we kept going. We went to another sub hall, still part of the second floor. We're still on the second floor. Okay, and it's the, the, what they called the unkept hall where people would make messes and like 
this was the poop paint wall. Oh, cool. Like people couldn't take care of themselves and stuff like that. It was also the same. Jesus, that's awesome. That same hall is also the hall. Fucking dookie hall. Where doppelganger activity was first picked up. As in people would hear like skinwalker, like how they can imitate voices Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. That was happening there. And they had multiple cases uh, where... See, that shit creeps me <laughs> out, man. Um, they had multiple like cases... Like seeing a me? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't want to see a ghost, it's you. A <laughs> but, so, you're not going to believe me. I don't believe me when I tell the story because I, like, it's weird. But she talked about how a couple of the workers there had experienced some doppelganger activity where it sounded like the manager was calling for help. Like, voice all of it. And they came running into the hall. No one was there. So later on, the manager was in the bookkeeping room, or the ticket office. And they were like, hey, we heard you calling for help. Like, is everything okay? And she was like, I've been in the ticket office all day. I haven't been anywhere else. And they were like, no. Why the fuck do they work there? (laughs) Why the fuck would you like, oh, yeah, let me, how do you pick that job? I want to pick that job. Are you kidding me? So she told us that story and I'm like, wow, that's really fucking cool, but scary at the same time. Okay, what's next? So we go up the stairs. We're in the third hall or third, third floor. This is the pediatric. Yes. Oh, the worst of all of them. So we're in the pediatric hall. Perfect. She's talking about just like kind of, you know, just activity and stuff. No, this is not the pediatric. This is still part of the criminal ward. It's poop just. Wall? No. Oh. No. I can't. I can't. So why is the poop room? Why is. Why is the poop room the doppelganger room? I don't know. Why is the poop why, room? Why is certain places more energy than other places? Like, these are some of the questions that I have. The poop energy? Is it dookie energy? It's dookie energy. It's dookie energy. <laughs> it's the duke dukes. So, we're in this next hall, and it's another ward where there's rooms and stuff like that. She's talking about a couple shadow figures and stuff like Not as significant as some of the other stuff that has been happening uh, thus far. And we have our backs to the stairwell that we just came out of where the doppelganger activity was. Creepy husband uh-huh. was not with me. Remember, okay. he was here in Florida. Yeah. Okay. Farting up the place. Yeah. <laughs> Farting up the place. I'm not kidding when I said this place smelled like straight farts when I walked in. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I literally thought to myself, I'm like, this place turned into a bachelor pad for a fucking week. It was just telling me how he didn't cook any dinner. They just ate fucking TV dinners every single night. <laughs> Like, Jesus Christ. I was at the bar. Yeah, you were at the bar every week. This is what happens when I am not home to make sure you guys stay in line. I swear to God. We were barely alive. <laughs> Makes me feel good to know I'm I'm the one sustaining y'all's life. But, so we have our backs to the stairwell where we just came out of where the doppelganger activity was. She just told us about a couple, you know, shadow figures and stuff that was happening in this ward that we were in. And clear as day clear as day as clear as the voice that comes out of your mouth hole while you sit next to me right now i heard my husband yell babe at the top of his lungs so fucking loud that it made me whip my head back because i thought my husband was behind me and she was and the guy like i it was i couldn't stop myself because i thought my husband like it was the weirdest thing and she even stopped and was like, you okay? And I went, yeah, I, I just heard my husband, but my husband's in Florida. 
And she just, her eyebrows just kind of raised and then just kept talking. I'm like, we have to address this. <laughs> like, what the fuck did I just hear? And right after that, <clears throat> she let us loose in the ward. And we could walk in the rooms and stuff like that. I walked in one of the rooms and I stood right in the middle and I felt like somebody was fucking choking me. Like, straight up, hand if, around my fucking throat, choking me. If one time in my life I do not hear a fart ghost, I'm going to be upset. I just want to hear, like... It's just, I want to hear what... I want to hear an astral dookie. An astral dookie? <laughs> Get that duke energy. <laughs> I want to hear an astral duke energy. Like so, somebody in the bathroom. Oh, God. <laughs> So this hospital food, <laughs> this hospital food's too much. So we go into the next ward, which is um, the adolescent ward. This is the kid ward. Okay, oh, we're in the kid ward, ward now, nice. and it's a it's one of the bigger wards, which was unnerving to begin with. The one uh, ward that we were in was the boys' room, and there's this window. Let me see if I have a. I do. Okay, this room. Okay. This is what they would call the sunroom. Okay. Now, in this room is where they would put the boys for um, out time, essentially. And they had chairs that they would sit in front of this window. Uh And it looked out into the grounds. And she said, you guys go ahead and walk up to that window and tell me what you see. one of these windows right here? Yes. And if you look. That's a big building. It's fucking huge. You see these? You see these right here? Uh-huh. And I'll, po- I'll post this picture so that um, you listeners can see it too. These are carvings that the kids would sit there and dig into the wood with their fucking nails. Ow! Because they were so bored and they would literally bloody up their fingers to the point of just nubs from sitting there and doing these carvings in front of the fucking window. Gotta look at these fucking Jesus. So... We're still in the boys' ward, and she starts to talk about how there was this 11-year-old who had just, or no, it was a 15-year-old who was there and was considered like a big-time bully and would pick on all the younger kids, but in a really mean fucking way, like beat the shit out of them and stuff like that. Well, there was an 11-year-old that was there as well, and this 11-year-old got so fucking tired of this fucking bigger kid picking on him that one day he decided that he was going to take care of him. And while she's telling us this story, my mom with her dog is being drugged into the bathroom that's immediately to our right and is going under one of the stalls. And she literally stops telling the story and just stares at the dog. And I'm like, what the fuck happened in that room? What happened in that room? And my mom was like, I don't, I don't want to be in this bathroom. Like something is really weird about being in this room. She's looking underneath the stalls. I don't even want to push the stall door open. Like something doesn't seem right. So she goes on, the guide starts talking about this, uh, 11 year old boy who finally snapped and was like, I'm going to fucking take care of this bully. While he was brushing his teeth one night, he broke the end of his toothbrush and took it back with him to his room and was going to wait for this big bully to come into his room for his nightly beating, pretty much. Hell yeah. But he noticed that the boy went into the bathroom by himself. The 11-year-old took fucking charge, went into that stall, and the very stall that the dog was trying to go under, 
and stabbed the boy 17 fucking times with his toothbrush. toothbrush. Jesus Christ. The boy lived for a short while, long enough to crawl himself out of the bathroom and down the fucking hall to where the nurse's station was in the middle of the ward. Get this. The nurses didn't help him. Yep. The nurses didn't fucking help him because they were just equally as scared of this fucking boy so as the rest of the kids. So they let him fucking die right there Jesus. in the middle of the ward, pretty much right where we were fucking standing. Yeah, there you go. Yep, that's the room. Oof. Fucking nuts. Um, so there was that story. Then we go up to the next ward, and this is the children's ward. So in this ward, there is one room and it was Emily's room. Now, Emily, if you walk into her room, has balloons, teddy bears, balls, like everything, just all in her room, a rocking horse. And she doesn't like men, does not like men. Well, there was one guy who was in our fucking group and we all turned and looked at him and went, and we all just kind of stared at him and he went, well, I'm not going fucking in there. <laughs> I'm fucking doing it. I went straight in there and the guy, Alyssa, she's, yep. No, there's more stuff than that. This one was smaller and had a lot more stuff in it. And I immediately went into that room and I don't know if it was just a draft or something, but there was a balloon, one of those stick balloons. Uh And it just moved ever so slightly, like just moved as soon as you walked in. And I I did, I kicked a ball and right after. You're supposed to touch it? Are you supposed to touch shit? I don't know. <laughs> you know not to touch shit. I just toe-tapped it. God. Well, then the balloon kind of moved a little bit, and I was like, I am so sorry. I will leave. And walked right back out. And, like, I didn't have any sort of, like, feels in there or anything like that, but definitely, like, the balloon moved. It could have just been me rushing in there the way that I did and being like, hey, what's in here? But then we went up to the geriatric ward. That's what it was. The old folks. Yes, we went into, that's the geriatric ward. Oof. So nothing really all too crazy really happened in this ward. She said, Alyssa said that the um, spirits seemed to like her in that ward. Uh, There have been other people who experienced like hair pulling and stuff like that. None of which was really too prominent on that ward. But then she went up to the men's we went up to the men's ward after Mm. that now we went up to the men's ward immediately i was like i am not welcome here there is something in here that is swearing off women so this is that ward it looks dark in there this is also the ward where i caught the picture that has the face in it i'm sure it's just not a reflection it's not a reflection it looks like a reflection you can't tell me that's a reflection that's a fucking face And we'll post this picture for you guys as well. But this is that ward. Now, the really weird thing about this ward is that if you notice, this ward has wood floors. In all of the other wards, they're tile floors. Oh, is that the your bad fucking seat? This is the, this was the, what they called the interrogation room. Wow. Now, what they would do is this is where they would go to diagnose which ward you belonged on. Okay. The doctor would lock you into that fucking cage and sit there and ask you questions and talk to you and all these things. But most of the people that went in there were in there because of violent reasons. Now, there was one ghost tour group that went there, did an overnight tour. Oh, good. Now, her husband, one of the uh, people that was doing the ghost hunt, 
went, her husband went there to meet up with them and was going to, had planned on scaring them by hiding himself in that room and closing the door. Now, today, if you close that door, it's not going to lock. There's no way for it to lock. The lock is taken out. He put himself in that room and it it felt as though somebody was on the other side of the door pushing it close and he could not get it open. And they never came into the room. They never came into that room. It wasn't until he was screaming for fucking help that they finally came in that room. They tried to open the door. They couldn't open the door. And his wife took a step back and could see a black shadow above his head. And it wasn't until that shadow disappeared that they were able to open up the door and he was able to get out. Yeah. So, and she was like, you guys are welcome to go into that cage. I did not go into that cage. Oh, you should have went in the cage. I I crossed the line. You're not going to lock me in, buddy. So... Then we went up to the men's ward. Now, the men's ward is where I caught a photo where I think I found a face. My mom is actually the one who noticed the face. And we go down into this one room where... Now, this this is my favorite story out of all of them. This is all laid out. Now, you can leave cigarettes and stuff for the patients that are still there today as gifts and stuff. All these things. We went into this room and I took this picture right before it happened. But you see... This card, these two cards, they're, uh-huh. they're like a tower. They had been like that for weeks, Alyssa said. Nobody had touched them, messed with them or anything. She said that two guys liked to go into this room. It was Franklin or Francis, something with an F, and uh, Matthew. And they would go into this room. They played cards and stuff like that. They were okay with people coming into that room now, but don't fucking touch their shit. Don't touch their shit. So we walked in and there was that ball. Do you see the ball? Ball. Uh-huh. Okay. Mom's dog touched the ball and then walked over all the cards on the outside by that ball. And me and my mom are both like, ooh, like just kind of messing around. And as soon as we said that, those cards, that card tower fell over like in slow motion, like somebody was pushing them down. No, and thank you. I looked at my mom and I went, you saw that, right? And she went, yeah, I fucking saw that. My aunt is standing outside the door and was like, I fucking saw that. I'm not okay with that. So we had that happen. That was one of my favorite claims that we had. Then we walked into another room where there was this guy. His name was George. George was a very peculiar peculiar guy and liked to keep collections of stuff in his closet. This is George's room. Now, Damn, if, they have big-ass rooms. Yes. Um, if you see, there's a chair right here. Uh-huh. And this is where George would keep his stuff. Now, he also did not fucking like people touching his stuff. Don't sit in his chair. Don't fucking move his stuff. He likes his stuff the way that it is. All of my pictures, take notice, super clear pictures, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell me why there's a haze over these pictures. It is misty in there. Maybe it's the light cutting through, no, reflecting off your camera. No, I'm leaning against that door frame. Because I was like, hey, George, totally respect you, but I'm going to take some pictures. And then started shooting. All of these pictures are fucking hazed. Except for that one. Weird. It looks like somebody's fucking covering their shit. Like, don't touch my stuff. Don't take pictures of my stuff. <coughs> well, why'd you take pictures of his stuff? I told him I was going to. Well, you shouldn't have told him. But, so that happened with George. 
Now, um, oh, thank you. But that was pretty much like the duration of the tour. And then we got to kind of roam around and stuff. But I do remember we were walking down the stairs to go back down to the main floor. And, you know, everyone was like, you got to be careful, Katie, because, you know, you're so willing to be in these places and put yourselves in these situations. Something can connect to you and attach themselves to you until you leave. I saved this story because I wanted to tell you while we were recording. And it's been fucking killing me. So we're walking down the stairs and she's talking about, you know, hey, check out the staircase because the staircase is called is what they call a coffin case because the railing is what is the same type of design and material that they use for coffins. Oh, so I'm leaning. Fuck yeah. We're on the top floor. It's pretty metal. Uh, it's pretty cool. So I'm on the top floor and I'm looking down and I take a photo and while I'm taking the photo, I'm like, God, this place is just so fucking cool. To my right is the the beginning of the stairs and I still had that feeling that somebody was walking right next to me and I felt as though somebody was blowing like on the back of my neck a little bit and I literally turned around and went listen I'm not scared of you I came here to learn about you not to haunt you so please don't haunt me and immediately all sense of like being next to somebody all of that dissipated like a hundred percent. What if I said, "Look, I'm here to haunt you." Nightmare, 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 nightmare. They would have been like, "Bet, boy." Nightmare, nightmare, <laughs> nightmare. No, the place was fucking awesome. I cannot wait to go back because Mama Jerry already said that she would do a night tour with me. I'm not saying I won't. I'm just gonna say I don't like it. It's fine. We're gonna <sighs> let two girls, you know, outman you. It's yeah, okay. That's fine by me. I don't like that shit. That was. Um, the gist of my very chaotic tour that I got to go on during the day at Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. Again, Alyssa, if I told anything wrong, which I'm almost 99% sure I did as far as like how the wards go and stuff like that, please, please, please correct me because I don't want to tell the history of this place wrong. I just know what I felt and the occurrences that I experienced and it definitely made me want to come back and experience more. Um, I really, really want to do a night tour. I'm super excited to do that. So, um, thank you. Now, we're going to record as you make. Ah! 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 That's exactly what would probably happen. I mean, the place is fucking scary during the day. I can only imagine what it's like at night with no fucking lighting except for maybe the moon. Flashlight. And a flashlight. And what if that flashlight gets turned off because a kid wants to fucking fuck with you? I have you know, is I have a flashlight and it costs. Uh, $210. That motherfucker better work. <laughs> I bet you $10 right now. We go and do a night tour and it turns off. And I got a backup battery. Um, But yeah, so that's my experience. Now, Papa Bear has been holding on this entire time to tell you guys some of the reasons as to how people would be um, admitted to this hospital during the time that it was running. And I, let me just say right now that the list is just it's Abs- extensive, too. It's um, probably there's, one of the most extreme lists I've ever read this, for reasons of admission. There's 88 reasons. There's 88 reasons? Yes. There are 88 reasons on here. Oh, my God. Of why you could be admitted. And this is reasons for admission from 1864 to 1889. All right. Just pick a couple of your so, favorites, and I'll pick a couple of mine. Okay. My favorite. One of my favorites is kicked in the head by a horse. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> you could go 
do fucking insane asylum for a fucking accident on a farm. Yep. You fucking, you're doing your job. Yep. Mm -hmm. You're doing your job and fucking Mr. Ed decides to punch you in the fucking head. Yep. And you could go. Um, (laughs) Okay. This is an odd number. (laughs) You could go for, and I'm not making any of this up. We, We aren't making any of this up. This is the real list. Of reasons that you could go to the Allegheny fucking mental institution. Uh, masturbation for 30 years. You're a 30-year-old that likes so, to touch like, himself. For 30 years, you've just been fucking pulling away at your pud. Just viciously <laughs> hammering yourself. And then somebody walks in on you like, oh, You son of a bitch, how long have you been doing that? Like, you're a grown man. You're a grown man. You're a grown man or woman. Uh, it could be. You're a grown man could or woman. So you're, you're like flicking the bean too you're hard. You're fucking throttling yourself. <laughs> flicking and throttling. You're flicking and throttling yourself. <laughs> and like you have been doing for 30 years and somebody <coughs> kicks open the fucking door because they have suspicions that you've been throttling yourself. Yep. And guess where you're going? To the insane asylum. To the insane asylum to get fucking lobotomized and to paint pictures and poop. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's so. another one? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, they really didn't like women back then. No, they didn't. Uh, here's another one. Gunshot wound? A gunshot wound. I so, got shot! So, let's see, what was it? 18, 1864 to 1889? Shooting people was a big thing back then. This is during uh, the Civil War. Yeah. Not the Revolutionary War, no, the Civil, Civil War. War. This is during the Civil War. So, you get shot. Look. The war. You get shot. Yep. So at any point in time, they're like, you fucking what? Yep. <laughs> like, they raise up their glasses and their hat and they just stare you down for a second. Show me the wound. <laughs> Show me the festering. Let me see it. Show me the festering wound where the it. fucking musket ball ran through you <laughs> because you fought for this goddamn country. Yep. I want to see it. Well, guess what? Insane Asylum. Insane Asylum. What's another one? Let's see, another one. Uh, asthma. <laughs> I'm done. You can have Check asthma. me in, boy. Maybe that's why they like me so much. Um, I'm one of them. <laughs> uh, bad whiskey. You were making bad whiskey, apparently, and you could be fucking, they're like, you know what? You're too stupid mm-hmm. to be out in society. Yep. Um, one more. One more? Oh, I got one more. I got one more. Let's see here. Uh, oh, this one's for you. Novel reading. Novel reading. (laughs) If you're reading too much fairy smut back in 1864, (laughs) just a little too much fucking smut, and they're sending your ass away for a long time, if not forever. Yep. Yeah, until you get lobotomized and they figure out that, well, maybe she can be a productive member of society and stop reading fucking butt sex books. I don't read butt sex books. Fairy butt sex books. That's taking a little extreme there. They don't do that in your books. No, there's no butt sex in my books. Not yet. I haven't come across any yet. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, mine. How many did you pick? I think I did four. Okay. Um, Let's see. What the fuck is that? Just all around quackery. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're a quack. When people say you're a quack, time of life. So if you're old, geriatric. Just, okay. Okay. Um... Let's see. Laziness. Laziness. Laziness was a reason. It was like, yeah, I don't really feel like going out and feeding the cows today. Yep. They're like, they'll send your ass away. Could you imagine? You get Asylum. To, you get to scare your fucking children with that? If you don't fucking go out there and feed those goddamn sheep, I swear to 
God, I'm calling the asylum. <laughs> it's so probably exactly how here. it went. They're going to wrap you up in a... F- Do you think that's where it came? It came from where they're like, oh, they're coming to get you, the people in the white coats. <gasps> was it, did Maybe it, it did. Maybe it came from this. Okay, well, laziness was one of them mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Another one is <laughs> dropsy. What is dropsy? Oh, that's what a, is dropsy? That's a good question. I'd like to know what dropsy is. Hey, Google, what is the definition of dropsy? Here's the definition of dropsy. Old fashioned or less technical term for edema. Mm-hmm. According to Mayo Clinic, swelling, puffiness caused by excess fluid trapped in the body's tissues. So uh, um, if you had hives, that's what dropsy was back then. Um, oh, so you you have a rash. So if you have a rash, you're yes. Like, oh, I'm allergic to selfish. Yep. <laughs> or shelf- selfish. Selfish. I'm allergic to being selfish, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, that's another one. Egotism. Right under there we it. go. Egotism. So that's, that's another and one. So if you just wanted to keep your things to yourself, they're like, no, you have to share. You have to share. Because if not, asylum. Asylum. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, egotism was one of them, but it's not one of my favorites. Parents were cousins. There we go. I said it. That's what I said earlier. Parents were your cousins. Parents were cousins. <laughs> so it's you a, get punished for your parents for, being your cousins. You have no self abuse. Well, yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Sexual derangement. Oh, so if you like BDSM back then, Scarlatina. 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 Hey Google. Salvation Army. What is Scarlatina? According to Wikipedia, scarlet, scarlet fever, fever, also known as scarlatina, is an infectious disease caused by Streptococcus pyogenes, you a know, group A Streptococcus. You know, a lot of these could have just been solved. Yeah. By going to the regular doctor. Um, oh, fell from horse in war. If you fell from a horse in war, you're going to the insane asylum. I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of all these goddamn equestrians Sending people to the fucking insane asylum for no fucking reason. It's I'm not a, even their I'm fault. A, I'm an equestrian. Yeah? We, oh! You're an equestrian? Are you a brony? I'm not a brony. <laughs> Are you a brony? I'm not a brony. My fourth one is snuff eating for two years. What? So if you were addicted to snuff, like the tobacco dip, oh. if you did dip for two plus oh. years... You were sent to the insane asylum. Have you ever done snuff? No, but I, my boyfriend it, at the time had it. Or um, did snuff. The stuff you fucking snort? No. Yeah, it's like a powder. No! And it uh. fucking burns and it Why gets Why am I not you, surprised that you know? And it gets you higher than giraffe oh ass. <laughs> um, what is v- ven- venereal? Venereal? Is that what that is? Venereal mm-hmm. excesses? What is that? Uh, too many venereal excesses. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to guess, it would be. Let's guess what it is. Before you ask, I don't it. know what venereal even is. Venereal, like a VD, venereal disease, like a, a sexually transmitted disease. Oh, I think it's too many. STDs. Too many diseases. Yeah. You catch too many. Too many. If you were promiscuous and you caught uh, syphilis, uh, one too syphilis many is on there. I know syphilis is on there. I saw it. Jesus Christ. Um, <gasps> nymphomania. Nice. Oh my God. Nice. Literally anything. Novel reading. <laughs> Novel reading. Done. Okay, so that. Um, What's menstrual deranged? You have a uh, irregular cycle, so like. Just regular things. Yeah, regular things. Regular jealousy and religion. Yep. Yep. Uh, imprisonment. Imagine 
imaginary female trouble. So you're a hypochondriac. Yeah. Ill treatment of husband. You see that? Ill treatment of husband. Yeah. And ill treatment by husband. So hereditary predisposition. Oh my so god. If you were prone to something due to your hereditary due to your genes. Due to your genes. Uh, right to the asylum. Yep. If your back hurt. Spinal <sighs> irritation. If you're fighting a fire. If you're a fireman. <laughs> <laughs> so all firemen were crazy back all then? Fire, it That's say, crazy. Where does it say fighting crime? So if you're a Batman. If you were Batman. Uter, uterine derangement. So if you had a UTI. I believe so. Oh my God. Kicked in the head by a horse. That's, I love how that's number two. Yep. Intemperance and business trouble. So if you were an asshole and your business you had, was going down the yeah, drain. Yeah, if you gambled, essentially. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Masturbation and syphilis. There we go. Yep. If you hated your fucking daughter-in-law. Overaction of the mind. So if you were an overreactor like myself. Or if you had ADHD. Yep. Yep. Vicious vices. So if you're like, ah, you like to jerk off to snuff films. Superstition? I'm done. I would have been admitted so fucking quick to this place. Yeah. We'll post this, by the way. Yes, we're going to post this for you guys. But that's just some of the reasons for admission from 1864 to 1889 on the Trans-Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. We are going to cover this in a episode. I have a feeling we're going to do like a whole month on spooky stuff after these this next couple of things that we're doing. But before we... Click off for the night. We have some exciting news. <laughs> you sit back up for this. Yeah. My back was hurting. Um, so you were having spinal irritation? I was. God damn it. Right <laughs> Done. So on May 20th, this Saturday at 7 p.m., we will be going live on our Facebook group, which is COTC group, and also on our main Facebook profile. So we both are going to be going live on our phones in St. Augustine. The spookiest city in Florida and the most haunted city in Florida. God damn right. It's the oldest city in the United States. Oldest city in the United States. We are going to be talking about some of the hauntings on that live um, in St. Augustine. And then we will be going to a ghost tour. We're going to try and do a little bit of recording. I have sent an email to see if maybe we can interview our guides or at least somebody that works in the facility there. Um, to get some more information and have that interview for you guys. And we're going to do an episode on St. Augustine and their hauntings as well. Kind of like we just did. with Yeah. Thing, so um, Do like a recap episode, tell about the history, make that a full episode for you guys. But bottom line, we're going to be going live for you guys to celebrate our one-year anniversary. We haven't done a live in quite a while. That's what I was just going to say. We haven't done a live in quite some time. We are due. You guys voted in our private group. Um, that that's what you wanted to, us to do for our celebration. We have listened, we have heard you guys, and we are following through. We will also, will we? We will also be wearing our very first piece of merchandise. Goddamn right for you guys. So, in other words, this is a announcement that we are going to be dropping merch for you, bitches. Not any merch. Shirts, shirts. We are going to be having shirts with our logo on them that I created, and I'm so excited. So we'll be doing that for you guys. We're going to be handing out stickers. If you guys are in the St. Augustine area, please try and find us. We would love to speak to you guys and meet you. 
if that's at all possible. If not, make sure that you are joining us for that live. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We are doing the live in our hotel room, so this is gonna be interesting. I'm getting drunk. You are not allowed to get drunk until after the tour. I didn't say I was going to get drunk before the tour, but I'm going to drink a little bit before the tour. Well, yeah, I am too. See, told you. Yes. We should do celebratory shots because we've never done that before. Shots, 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 shots. Oh, God. Everybody. (laughs) But we are going to be doing that for you guys um, to celebrate and give all the big spooky woohoos for doing a year of podcasting. And this is still... Just the beginning. And then after that, after the craziness of this episode, uh, the St. Augustine episode that we'll be doing for you guys in the live, we promise that we will be doing Aleister Crowley. We've had a lot of... You fucking love Aleister Crowley. Yes. We have been doing a lot Wizard! We have been doing a lot of jumping around as far as what we're bringing for content. We hope that you guys have enjoyed it. I did get an email the other day asking if we were going to finish up the Last of Us Breakdown episodes. That is... But Glad somebody enjoyed them. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I like them. I thought they were cool. So we, it is in our roster, but we've kind of backburnered it because we have so many other things that we're trying to do for you guys. And maybe we can record one sometime this week. Yeah. And then we'll. Yeah, have it for like next week or something yeah. like that for a drop in. Um, but we, guys, bottom line, we have so much planned for you that's coming up. And week by week, we're dropping more and more. More things are coming to us, more windows are opening. And I, I'm just, I'm still floored by the amount of support that we have. So we will see you guys on Saturday. Until then, we hope you creeps keep it creepy. Make sure you're sending us all of your love. Send us your emails at caseofthecreeps at gmail.com. Join our Facebook group at COTC group. Agree to the rules and find the password. Join the creepy side. Send us your chili crawler recipes, please. I want to make that book for you guys. You know what we're going to redo? What? Ed Kemper. Ed Kemper. I took, yes, um, I'm sure you guys have probably noticed there's been a mix-up on numbers when, it lo- when you're looking at all of our content right now. We have taken some down because we have listened back and are like, oh my God. Oh. Wow. We Just, sucked. Wow. <laughs> so we're going to, we took down Ed Kemper. We're going to be redoing that. Um, I, he's my favorite. He is your favorite. We need to do him justice. We did Ted Bundy justice, so we need to do Ed Kemper justice. Yeah. Maybe um, I'll lead that one. You're going to lead an episode? Stop it. But until then, we hope you creeps keep it creepy. We love you guys so much. I'm Katie. I'm Nate. We'll see you Saturday. Bye. Bye.